One of the most important lessons in the gospel today is how to be diligent with the talents God gave us. David Marquette was a naval officer who graduated near the top of his class. In a pivotal moment of his career, he was told that he would be receiving one of the greatest honors of any naval officer. He would be given command of his own ship. The ship he was given was a fast attack submarine called the USS Olympia. The crew of the USS Olympia was considered the best of the best, and David Marquette spent the next year learning every facet of the ship and every detail of the crew. Less than two weeks before Captain Marquette was to take on the Olympia assignment, he received a call from his superiors that there was a change in plans. Instead, he would be taking a newer version of the fast attack submarine, the USS Santa Fe. Unfortunately, the crew of the Santa Fe, unlike the Olympia, was raided near the bottom. There were two paths that David Marquette could have taken here. He either could have seen this late change assignment as given by his superiors to sabotage an up-and-coming talented man, or he could have seen it as an act of trust of his superiors for him and see it as a challenge. Thanks be to God, Captain Marquette saw the situation as the latter and went on to make the USS Santa Fe the highest-rated crew in the Navy's history. When we think of the third servant in today's parable, we often consider him as lazy in putting forth no effort, but this is not this servant's sin. All of the verbs used for all three servants are very active. The first two servants went, traded, and made. The third servant went off, dug, and buried. The action words here are key. It is not lack of effort that led to the downfall of the third, but rather it was his attitude toward the master. This servant was ruled by fear, fear of failure, fear of a false notion of the master desiring to set him up to fail, and fear of his own insecurity, excuse me, fear of his own security that led him to put forth such an effort to hide what should have been considered a great gift. The other two, on the other hand, saw the master's confidence and trust in who they were and acted as sons and heirs, knowing that the master was willing to give what was his own. Fear can paralyze our ability to do good. When a superior gives us a difficult task, if we have a good relationship with him, we see it as trust in us and our abilities. If we have a poor relationship with them, we can see it as sabotage, laziness on his part for not doing it himself, and paralyze our activity. We very seldom actually know what the intentions of our superiors are. People are complicated, and oftentimes it's a mixture of various intentions simultaneously. But whatever task may be given to us on earth that is difficult, even there, we can have confidence that God trusts us to do that task. Even if our superiors do desire our own demise, God, through their corrupt leadership, 
chose us with this task and trusts us. This confidence of God in us extends to family life also. There may be reservations of, I am not financially secure enough to have a large family, or I do not have the ability or time, I am already past my limit, or simply I am not good enough or strong enough. As part of our prayer and discernment, I encourage all of us to take stock and look at our relationship with God. Do we see our tasks and vocations as God's great trust and confidence in us, or a burden that paralyzes us with fear and stifles our action? God bestows the gift of his supernatural grace, faithfulness, and fruitfulness through the sacrament of marriage. Each child is a sign of confidence from God that you are trusted and loved. I know some of the reservations. Father, you do not understand, or we are unable to conceive, or if you were in my place, you would not think as you do. I grant that I do not understand all of your burdens, nor do you know what is asked of me and how fear presses in on me when I see the apparent lack of correspondence between the tasks given to me and my own abilities. What I do know is that God trusts you immensely. He would never give you more than you can handle. So the question remains, given all the factors, what is God asking of you? For those who are still studying, for all the students out there, Do we have the confidence in God's entrusting us with talents that we do not merely rely on ourselves or illicit means such as copying work or cheating in school? When we rely solely on ourselves or use immoral means, we are telling God that we do not trust what talents he has given us or that the task is beyond our ability. The great consolation, however, is that our reward is not based on how much we achieve. Our reward is based on the fact that our relationship with the Master is based on his trust in us and that we are not paralyzed by fear of failure, lack of results, or fear of God as if he were a tyrant. We do not fear, we need not fear failing or fall into paralysis by analysis. God chose you to fulfill the tasks he has given you. He knows you better than you know yourself, and he knows what you are capable of. He always gives the talent necessary for us to fulfill the tasks he has given us. We pray that God transform our distorted visions of who he is and grant us the confidence and courage to be diligent with the talent God has given us, so that at the end of our days, God may say to us also, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you have been faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy.